welcome to the first episode of the Let Down Look Ahead podcast. I am your host, Vance. This is my Georgia counterpart, Jeffrey. Uh, the first episode today, and I feel like uh, hopefully I can put like catchy music in there. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm like technologi- technologically savvy enough to do that. But our first episode is why the Texas A&M Aggies are... 100% with no doubt, like it's guaranteed, there's absolutely no doubt in this, they're going to win a national championship. And also why there's also no doubt, 100% guarantee, this will definitely happen as, as much as the sun rises and the sun sets, that Georgia will also win a national championship in 2021. Uh, because this is our first episode, I guess, basically we're just going to talk about college football and that's about it. With I guess we're both from we're both SEC. So I'm I went to school at Texas A&M. Jeffrey went to school at Georgia. We're gonna go I guess through. Oh my God, the Yankees just hit a home run. Atlanta and the Yankees are. Oh no, damn, shit. We're watching the Atlanta and Yankees game. He also is a, a Braves fan. I'm a Yankees fan because I like because um, the, the Yankees are from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're a big, big Texas brand. So anyways, um, we're going to talk about that. And then um, in future episodes, we'll just talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about, because I feel like we know track. That was, I thought it was from my little screen. I thought it was a home run. Uh, So what, what's the win total for Georgia this year? And has it changed? Has it changed since those injuries? No, uh, just because the, this is the easiest schedule that we've had in years. How many Put, years? A, uh, a couple. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we had, I mean, we had Notre schedule. in 17. We had Notre Dame away. Uh, we had Auburn away. Okay. Um, 18 Notre Dame at home, I think. Let me see here. Okay, let's see. I mean, we, we last year would have been. Even with difficult. Clemson on there, though? But I guess it doesn't matter. Clemson's kind of like. A wash because it's we just first game of the season. Needs, Clemson needs Clemson needs to win that game a lot more than Georgia needs to win this for game. sure because they're not going to play anyone. Exactly. North Carolina. I think, I think that uh, Clemson, like Alabama and Clemson, having eleven and a half for win totals, that the under for sure. Really on Clemson? That's fucking dumb. Well, no, we are. So, by the way, I, I'm for, the one. For, I'm the one that's lost a lot more money. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, we'll also be giving out our shitty, shitty, our sorry, crappy, crappy. I guess I have to bleep that out. Um, we're trying to make this family friendly. I have no idea how we're going to do that. But um, our really, really poorly, poorly researched. Well, our just our terrible takes on bets, and you should not take them whatsoever, except for if you want to win a lot of money. And then you should, but we have no idea what we're talking about. So take that with a grain of salt. So the Georgia line hasn't changed since every single person on your team got hurt. The wind total. No, it's 10 and a half. Okay. So Dude, yeah, the, I mean, the schedule is like our West opponents are Auburn and Arkansas. And you play Arkansas at there. home. At home okay. no, no, no. Yeah. We but played them there at, last at year. At Auburn. I mean, that's that. Look, this stretch is not. How many times has Auburn beaten us in the past 10 years? I don't know. Zero. Uh, Oh, the the, the miracle at um, whatever. 
the prayer of Jordan Hare. Yeah, prayer of Jordan Hare. So Jordan, what's the what the hell is what's the deal? What, what's the deal with that name, Jordan Hare? I don't. It's what like a weird name. It's like they have two mascots for everything. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then but dude, Arkansas, Georgia, so Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, Florida, Missouri. That's not an easy slate. We play that slate every year, but we didn't get Alabama like we did last year. Good point. Yeah. We don't have you. We don't have LSU. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So does that mean that the the Clemson, so I wanted to talk about the Clemson game. So you, what you are going to bet your own money on Georgia over 10 and a half. Oh, win totals. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Not a ton, like 50 bucks. Okay. So like how, how the hell am I supposed to be confident about that bet first with, Literally every single person. So who, go through the injuries because literally every single person on your team is injured. Uh, I mean, George Pickens. Uh, so yeah, one of the best receivers so cool. in the SEC. Uh, Tyke Smith, who was the third team All-American safety from yeah. West Virginia that transferred over the best along with our DBs coach. In the SEC. So he's supposed to start. Uh, he's also like, uh, I saw today's like the number 47 player that's coming out of the draft. For oh, the, good. After, that's after good. this year, so that's cool. But he he still was like competing against Latavius Brini, who's a fifth year senior, uh, and has played star and safety and, and showed up in that Cincinnati game. So the the spot wasn't his. Is the the Georgia? Yeah, line. but uh, the biggest yeah. the biggest loss apart from Pickens is Darnell Washington, who is our the tight end, uh, right? Tight end that's the size of a left tackle and can run. But didn't didn't um, you lose receivers too? No, the other thing that's come out is like our senior tight end. So we we're gonna run a bunch of two tight end sets, and now our senior tight end has a sprained ankle, and so oh God. we may be down our starting two tight ends. What's end. the deal with your conditioning, dude? It's like not, what's going on with, with your? Dude, well, it has nothing hey, to man, do with conditioning. All it's the just, upper echelon programs in the SEC right now, we're not all injured. We've got like one, maybe. We've got like one major injury, maybe. Dude, they're these are freak occurrences. They happen. That's that's about what winning a national championship is about, too. Like, look at LSU, look at Alabama, look at Clemson. Like, name their injuries that they had. Justin Ross wasn't injured. Uh, yeah. When Clemson won that national championship, Jamar Chase wasn't injured. When LSU, well, Joe Burrow wasn't. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire wasn't. So what's up? So so uh, it's not, Jeffrey dude, it's and I, not, it's not a uh, conditioning thing. It's, it's just, just bad freak. luck. It's not. Dude, I mean, y'all need to get. I, I've told Jeffrey this. You just need to get go down to New Orleans, and just get just consult a voodoo magician, like like you know straight up like Bayou voodoo person, bring them to Georgia, and have them really like work this, this luck out because this is this, 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 how is this possible? I mean, I can name a lot of unfortunate events that have happened to my school in, I don't know, the past, just the past 10 years alone. And then the Falcons. 
And then, yeah, so there is a curse. So y'all need so so no, you guys need to get off. Dude. There's a curse. You need no, to get off your it, asses. That's, that's giving it cre- that's giving it credence. I would like to say that like there's fortune involved in all of this winning. So, I mean, there's also ill fortune, and you've got a lot of ill fortune. I think y'all need to get off your ass. Go consult some psychics. Like go get some 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 like beyond the realm of the spiritual realm that are connected with that. And y'all need to figure that out because that's what's, that's what's holding you back. Your A&M is really what's holding us back. Has anybody ever told you that A&M is holding back Georgia? No. Really? Wow. Do people say that? No, but you keep saying that you're coming for us and we're not even playing for another 15 years. Yeah, because you have the stupid East and everyone can, uh, fucking Oklahoma could win the East if they wanted to. And so could, so could Notre Dame. And so could like all these other like second tier schools could easily win your conference. So it's like, we just got to beat Bama and then we're coming for you guys because you guys can just waltz through. Your history of SEC dates back to, you came into the league 10 years ago? 2012, Johnny. Yeah. So you've got, you've got nine seasons under your belt, right? We got one game against Georgia where the refs decided to not call um, seven different blatant Pre, calls. Pre-Saban, Arkansas went to back-to-back SEC championship games. I remember that. with um, Who was that running back? Um, was that D, not DJ? Met, yeah, right. Metcalf, right? No, McFadden, dude. McFadden. Dude, he should have won the they Heisman, had, man. They had the two-headed, though. Like, they had... Both thousand yard rushers at Arkansas that year. He was and they such had, he was such a good back. They had dude. that like Chad um, Pennington oh, yeah. dude that played quarterback for him. The big guy, yeah. No, um, that was Jared Lorenzen, RIP. Oh, okay. What did he die of? Being fucking large. <laughs> like you, <laughs> you can't be three fifty for decades and not have health implications. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, my, um, my high school D line coach was Tony DeGreat and he was a legendary, um, TU. That's what we say. It's what we call Texas. Um, but he was a legendary Texas defensive lineman. I think he won. Let's see if he won. Jesus Christ. Wow. That scared me. I spilled something. You already um, messed up your new hard drive. Dude, no, I will not do that again. All right. Tony DeGreat Awards. Tony DeGreat won a Lombardi. Holy fucking shit. He won that, a was L- your, that was your high school coach? That was my high school D-line coach. Won you played, a goddamn you played Lombardi. No, I didn't play D-line, but he was my boy. He was like, you could play, you uh, could play D-line now. Um, yes. Yeah, I've got that body for it. That, five, that body. 5'8". Five, five, 175. Let's do this. Give me in those trenches. Yeah. So he won a Lombardi and he was our high school private school football coach. Um, but shout out Tony LeGrate. I know you're listening. If you're, I know you're listening to this podcast hundred percent HP football. Let's go. So why there's absolutely no way in my mind that you guys have a prayer of beating Clemson. Can you convince me why you even have a shot 
at Beating Clemson? When we first started talking about doing this podcast, I, was, I texted you. I was like, that's easy. Our tight ends. <laughs> I, like, I know. Like, exactly. <laughs> and then I go, okay, yeah, all right. Your so tight ends, every, cool. Every, every, all of the, the, the beat writers that cover Georgia are saying, like, it's going to be tough or it's it's going to be a tight game either way. So I think that four and a half. Yeah, don't say. Well, I don't give a shit about any of that. What I want to know is how the hell are you possibly going to beat them? How the hell are you going to stop that defensive line? And then how the hell are you going to stop um, the phenom quarterback that single-handedly basically beat Notre Dame? Uh, Notre Dame beat him. He basically won that game. That that two sacks, two sacks in overtime. Like, what were they doing? What the fuck were they doing? Like, two sacks, oh, back to back in overtime. What are you doing? They're O line, man. Remember that Boston College? Their O line hadn't given up, dude. They haven't given given up a sack the whole game, and then they get that sack and twice, and it's like. Is this rigged? Like, is this, are they just like, why would you, I understand putting it in his hands, but like, how are you going to mess up that? that, Wait, was that a hit? Anyways, so, um, yeah, so how's that going to happen? Georgia had their second scrimmage on Saturday. So that's it. So that's the end of fall camp and official practice starts this week. Okay. It already started this week. Um, and then we'll, we'll do pads through Thursday. Uh, and then everything is pads off until the Saturday game. So no pads the week of the game, just to okay. give everybody a break because they've been hitting it hard for three weeks now. But how are um, you going to? <laughs> so our offensive line, it looks pretty set. They were doing well against our defensive line in scrimmage Okay. Um, on Saturday, so that's good. It was the total opposite of the first scrimmage where the D dominated. And, and, and the so, D was 100%? Yeah, D is, D is 100%, apart from okay. Tyke Smith. Uh, that safety yeah yeah no but the, the front seven it's they're super healthy yeah, they're really very good. deep um and so apparently the offensive line looked good there's different pieces and then what i was listening to today too is that in in order to do that two tight end so we've got this true freshman out of napa named brock bowers who they're oh, describing boy. more okay. as more than h back Okay, great, great. So now we're going to have two freshman tight ends? Uh, no. We'll have a sophomore okay. tight end because what we're going to do is... Who hasn't played a snap? No, no, no. Uh, the true freshman has not, but he was a, okay. a five-star. He's a five-star. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard all of them? All five-stars. They What's are. If they're at Georgia. They're all Brock Bowers. He is... Oh, six, yeah, dude. I know him. 6'4", 230. I so remember they, him. Yeah, yeah. They say he's like an H back, so he's more in the mold of like Eric Gilbert than Darnell Washington. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So he'll line up on one side. We've got another kid who's a um, redshirt sophomore, redshirt freshman named Brent Seether, who is a three star that's big. Uh, but I was thinking today there's a D lineman out of Florida uh, named Jalen Carter, number 88. If you've seen okay. AR games, you've seen him wreak havoc on the inside. He also played fullback and running back in high school. And so we did a package for him last year so you, as a tight end. You're relying on a package? No, no, no. He's, we'll just put him. Yes, we were relying on packages. Gus Malzahn is coming in to call play specifically. 
We're going to put some window dressing on it. I forgot Gus was there. I totally forgot about that. Dude, Gus Malzahn is at UCF, man. Get the fuck out of here. Wait, so then what are you talking about, Gus Malzahn? I'm just saying that that's all he ran at Auburn was packages. Yeah, why would I? Yeah, he's at UCF. They pay, dude, what a hire by UCF, by the way. He's going to, he's going to destroy there. He's going to have Blake Bortles 2.0. He's going to have Blake Bortles 4.0. I think Cincinnati's going to beat him personally. Well, yeah, Cincinnati's going to beat him too. I think so too. But give Gus a couple of times to install that, a little time to install that high school offense, dude. All right. So sticking, sticking back. Uh, getting yeah, back to the yeah. Point. You still, I still so, haven't heard. So, how are you going to score? Like, what are you going to attack? Kyrus Jackson and Jermaine Burton. So, uh, two of our wideouts who were are the two most productive wideouts. They're special. They're going to play a lot. They're going to catch a lot of balls. Running backs are going to get some space. James Cook's coming out of the backfield as well. James Cook will have and, a touchdown in this game. Okay, and your offensive line, you said in the scrimmage, played well. They played well. But it's yeah. young, right? No, the only okay. only young part is the left tackle position. So okay. Oh yeah, that's not that one's not really that important. So, <laughs> but ours is too. Ours is new too. So I guess I can't talk. So so you you lock up Miles Murphy. You lock up Breezy. Uh, throw away from Andrew Booth maybe because he's their junior. Georgia recruited the crap out of him. He's from Georgia. Um, He's a, a DB that's like lockdown DB. Uh, just so, wait, how do you, space. The issue, the issue is that we had matchup night. We we could have created a lot of matchup nightmares with big tight ends over, and so now it's a speed thing. I know Clemson okay. has speed. I think that Georgia has more speed. You, you know, you guys have speed. I will. I will. You guys always have speed. It's whether or not you can harness the speed, but. I could okay. I mean, so, my, so Vance, my honestly, uh, my biggest fear outside of if Georgia wins or loses, but they'll win, uh, is that one of those two big five-star linemen, uh, Miles Murphy or Brian Brise, come and just wreak havoc on JT's knee. I've had nightmares about it. Oh old, yeah, old sweats, and then you go from national championship aspirations to Stetson Bennett the third. Oh, he's back in there, yeah. No, Wait, he's actually so, our third. Carson Beck is uh is the backup right now from Florida. Okay. Um. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, how do you see the Clemson game going? Like in general, like what's your prediction for how it'll go? Ooh, I think it's man. I think it's tight at first. Teams come out and it's. I think that there's a couple three and outs to start. To be honest. Do you think Georgia goes down? So I will have a live betting. Uh, actually, I'm betting on Clemson, dude. I, 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 you I just can't. You're betting on Clemson. Don't, don't trust me. Well, okay. So now, so, well, sorry. Before you answer the question, I just ask. What about G- DJ Uyangale? Got it. Nailed it. Boom. I mean, I was listening to another podcast, and they were like, "He only threw a slant," and I'm like, "Yes, he is a true freshman." It's like saying Tua only only through slants. No, but he's a true freshman who had no spring at all and got yeah. thrown in behind against uh, Notre like, Dame. Exactly. I mean, I know of a true freshman that's done that in his first start. His name is Jake Fromm. A lot of people like to shit on him, but his first ever start <laughs> was at Notre Dame. So, oh yeah. Um. 
but he has had a full system. He's had a full camp within the system. He knows the playbook better. I think that you have to expect something. He's giant, man. He's 6'5", he's, yeah, he's 230. I, I mean, man, Clemson all just doesn't all, well, Clemson, all, of, all of the receivers are 6'3 or above. Yeah, true, but they're is, not the year that they destroyed Alabama good, right? So, like, everyone, Justin I think, keeps Ross, going. Justin Ross is fully healthy, and Justin Ross is oh. for Alabama. Oh, I didn't know that. So they're big. Dude, how the hell are you going to win this game? Yeah, I mean, it's just, in the in the in the. Front, it's just like, Georgia's going to win. Yeah, just like we beat Alabama <laughs> and Florida last year. Like I told you, <laughs> dude, y'all played really well against. Uh, dude, if you guys come out and play the game you played against Alabama, you will in win this first, game in the first half. You no, know, just the game you played. You played a really. I mean, you had you had a frat guy starting as your starting quarterback against Alabama, like. I you guys played adjust- really well the, that game. The halftime adjustments they made for a guarding or a guy that's five ten and one sixty five. But your defense played well too. Like if you, yeah, if you guys played that, they so did. They if you can guarantee me Smith and uh, Waddle, you did you have a healthy Waddle? I don't think you had. Did you have? Yeah, a healthy Waddle, Waddle got behind oh, you us. Did. Dude, Smith got behind us. Yeah, dude. So yeah, we had Waddle too. Ohio State and Notre Dame didn't have to play a healthy Waddle. Like that, that was not fair. Okay. So if you can promise me that I will get the Georgia performance with JT Daniels at the helm that Georgia had against Alabama, then I will put a little bit of money on Georgia. Can you guarantee that? Okay. I can definitively guarantee that. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, uh, so and then after, so after Clemson, and dude, then after, after Clemson, Clemson, yeah, who cares? It's UAB, South Carolina, Vandy, Arkansas, and then our schedule starts. So we've got like after Clemson, we've got four straight weeks of trying to figure shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get people rest. Who's getting? Who, yeah, who's coming back? Is there any injuries that'll come back? Uh, yeah, Tyke Smith and Darnell Washington. Hmm. Okay, those are big. Um. Maybe Eric Gilbert. We'll see if he gets all of this personal thing. You don't think he's going to get his thing figured out. That's fine. No, because there's no he, timetable he, on it. There's no time well, if for anyone that follows college football, um, Eric Gilbert was um, a young man who has bounced around, and like I don't blame him. He's trying to get you know fit, get get a, a right fit. But there seemed like there were some issues with his playing on people's football teams that I think Jimbo was like, nah, we good, man. Like I think it took a look. You are crazy. You, you know, you sound like Danny Cannell straight up right now. Well, why you're, 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 I I would saying, I would, but that's the embodiment of, um, like a forum chat guy, like three run down, run down our tight end. Um, room right now. Um, uh, and what? I think if Danny Cannell could name our, our three deep, then sure. I'd be Danny Cannell, but he can't because we have a, we have a surprise for our third, our third tight end. Yeah. He's that, uh, the freshman, right? He, he's the freshman quarterback, Eli Stowers. Apparently he's been playing really well at tight end. Yeah, so that's, so Georgia's not going to win a national championship. Here's here's why. 
uh, A&M will win a national championship. Oh, and my God. Uh, uh, I, and I'll just, you know, I'm going to go through it. I'm just going to give you the facts here real quick. Um, and you know what? Let, let's start. Let's start with the old offense. Um, everyone has heard on multiple podcasts that Jimbo just cannot get it done on offense. His offense is outdated. He he just Nobody doesn't have it anymore. It, yes, they have. That. Dude, listen to any podcast. They're saying that that Jimbo's offense is outdated, that they can't hit plays downfield. That and dude, they do. They're ex, they, they don't have in the last since 2018, their their explosive plays have been have been way, 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 way under average. Um, and people will cite that. Um the problem is, is that like when you actually look at the stats and you pull the stats, it doesn't really make sense. The Aggies averaged, I think, over 30 points a game last last season in a nine and one. We went nine and one with an all SEC schedule. We averaged over 30 points a game. I think in Jimbo's time there, we've averaged at least 30 points a game in every game that we've played. Um, 2019, our stats are so skewed because we played three number one teams in one season. We played number one, Clemson, number one, Alabama, and and the greatest team of all time, number one, LSU. So yeah, it's a little bit skewed. And so, yeah, we're not hitting downfield plays. I don't, I didn't see anyone hit, hit downfield plays against LSU or that Clemson team. Like it just, it, 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 even if we could, and I understand we don't have the receivers to do it either, but We've averaged we averaged thirty points a game in an all SEC schedule last year. Um, we are returning out of all the catches that were made. We had hundred and ninety catches last year. Out of all the catch those catches, we're only yeah. losing we're only losing seven of the hundred ninety. No, you cannot guess. <laughs> You're, here, I'll let you guess. I was going to say one hundred eighty three. So yeah, it, there you go, dude. You had it. Um, like we, I don't think people understand this, but the Aggies won seven of their 10 games last year by double digit scores and in all SEC schedule, and seven all, of their 10. It all happened in the fourth quarter. It's it, so it, ridiculous. Yes. All happened yeah. in the fourth quarter. And they won but their last the seven. Gas. They won their last seven games by double digits. The last seven games they've played. So they're coming to the season with a seven game win streak of double digit wins. Um, and and, and it, to Alabama by 24. Well, dude, the Alabama 28, by the way, same score that Ohio state lost to him by. Um, and yeah, dude, we got torched by Alabama because we, they had a healthy waddle. Um, miles oh. Jones fell down on a go route. Like one of our really good corners, NFL they corners fell down. They, well, and also they were going against Jalen Jones, five-star corner in his like first big game that he'd ever played in his life. And they beat him and uh, Mechie beat him too on a go route. So they had two, like basically 14 points of, of free points. And then we also had like some crucial turnovers. We had to pick six in the game. I don't think people understand that either. We had to fucking pick six. So yeah, we lost by 28. But the point is, is that we're returning uh, insane, insane talent. I'll just say the names. Cause everyone, if you are, familiar with college football, you'll know these names, Jalen Widemeyer, uh, or Widemeyer, 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 uh, Anaya Smith, Devon A. Chain, uh, the MVP of the orange bowl. Um, Haynes King was a five-star recruit that was compared to Justin Fields. He will be our quarterback and he is the second fastest player on the team. Um, he is behind 
A-Chain, who is a world, world-class world track star, um, and apparently Haynes King in pads is the second fastest person on our team. Uh, we're returning all of our starting wide receivers. We're returning a an All-American first-round pick left uh, left tackle in Kenyon Green. Uh, we are returning uh, this one dude. I don't know if you've heard of him. His name is Isaiah Spiller. I'm not sure if, if anyone has heard of him, but he was an All-SEC player and first-team SEC running back last year, um, and apparently he's bigger and stronger this year. So I don't understand how the win total could be nine and a half. I think maybe that's the point I want to make. How could I don't, I don't either. It doesn't make any sense. Cause you, they're only, you have tight games. LSU is a, a tight game, but you're going to win. Ole Miss it's is an, yeah. so Ole Miss is so overrated because Joey Freshwater, like, well, well Ole Miss offense is legit. Like they're going to, that game is going to, but we're going to run all over them. We are going to run the ball all like it, it's 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 going to be the same thing that it always is with the AM game. If you're watching the game, live bet it because it all it's the same thing. AM messes around, messes around. We go into the third quarter, we're like down by a touchdown. Fourth quarter hits, we just go. And that's uh oh, 4 1 Yankees, go Texas Yankees. You're only 5 1 Yankees. Uh oh, your only game, uh, is. Alabama this season in COVID yeah. station, in COVID station, every COVID else, station. You could even lose that LSU game, which I don't think you're going to lose and still cover Win the West. your overs. No, yeah. well, cover your overs. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if I you don't, don't beat, so. if you don't beat Alabama, Alabama's not losing anybody but you. Yeah. Well, I see this. I don't like the narrative out like outside of the SEC and actually in, inside the SEC that like, Oh, this is a one game season for AM. This is just a one game season. Dude, it's the SEC West. Like, this is not every, you have to go out and win every single game. If you get Coastal Carolina is ranked, what, number 23 or something like that, give them our schedule. Would they win a game, uh, an SEC game? I don't think they would. The Shanti Claire could probably beat your first three opponents. Could they beat? Any of our SEC opponents, Mississippi State. I don't think they could. South Carolina. No. Well, that'd be a good game. Okay, that'd be a good game, dude. That's a that's an insane rivalry. Game. Who rules? <laughs> who rules the Palmetto State? That would be a good game. Um, my mama, like, my mama, a two year a two year alum. Really? Um, yeah, she's got her. Uh, she's got an associate's degree from Coastal. Uh oh! Wait, wait. What is the what is their mascot? The Chanticleer. Wow. What is that? What is that? It's like a it's a rooster, man. Okay, a rooster. All right, just be the roosters. All right. Actually, yeah, I kind of like it's, that. It's like the rooster from uh, Robin Hood, the cartoon on Disney. Like it's just playing, oh. playing. Ooh, la, la, ooh, la, 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 yeah. okay. <laughs> you know it. That's the Chanticleer. Okay. Actually, okay. Never mind. Go Coastal Carolina. We'll invite you to the SEC like we did Oklahoma and Texas. Actually, you know what? Texas and, and the Chanticleers, that's a good game. <laughs> that is game. a quality game. Yeah. That's a quality game. I don't know who's winning that one. Um, and to just, you know, to wrap up my point um, in a very, very long fashion, I didn't talk about the defense. Out of our 22 deeps, right? So out of our 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 first and second team, 
out of the, the two deep in our defense, we return 20 of 22. Uh, we, the, we lose three players. So, so we're, sorry, we're losing only three players total at a, God damn it, dude. Why do I keep spilling this, this glass? I'm glad nothing's in it. Um, out of, that's good for podcasting too. Um, out of all the players on our team that recorded a tackle, at least one tackle in 2020, we're losing only three, our linebacker, buddy Johnson, which is a big loss. Um, Aaron Hansford and uh, Andre White are going to have to fill that position. So that's a that's a big loss. Uh, defensive tackle Bobby Brown, big loss. Also, he's a he's he was a five star recruit. But he was really good his senior season, so it is a loss. And then yeah, the third the, one, also the defensive tackles. As a side note, are like the the workmen. They make the whole defensive line. They don't pad a stat sheet. But we have like five billion of them. And they're all five and four and five stars, but we are losing Bobby Brown. I will acknowledge that. So that's one and two. The third one out of all the players that recorded a tackle in 2020 is offensive guard Carson Green. So we are returning every single person that made a tackle, but those players. Uh, And the person that's that's and I think people are forgetting. I think now Aggies are more like realizing what's going on in terms of Jimbo, right? So. Jimbo has six 10 win seasons. He has three nine win seasons. He has a national championship. He has three conference championships. He has four division championships and he has a natty as an assistant coach as well. So like, this is not, this is not Ed O who, who has won. They've both won the same amount of national championships, right? Like if you can like compare Ed O's, uh, resume, he's won one division championship. He's won one conference championship and he's won one national championship. Jimbo's stats are, and he did it at FSU when they weren't actually providing him any like actual facilities or shit that he wanted. Dude, they so, gave him they gave him his uh, weight in Zima. So they yes, Zima, that's true, and uh, um, also um, Christmas trees. They did provide a Christmas tree, which he threw out. Do you know about the famous Christmas tree uh, controversy? Uh, I don't care. So the- <laughs> I feel, I feel bad for him because his wife hooked up with like the tennis pro. Like she. Oh really? Him. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, dude. She hooked up. He got cooked. He got cupped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cupped. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to be. This is yeah. going to be a TVMA. Well, dude, she, th- yeah. I she, didn't know that. Yeah, a former Florida like wide receiver. She what? hooked up. Yeah, dude. Wow. And she hooked up with like her tennis pro or golf pro or whatever. Like I had no idea. Two very looking attractive dudes. Sorry, Jimbo. Yeah, I mean, you know what? He's he's happily remarried. Um the Christmas tree incident was when he was talking to AM. Oh yeah, and they put it was it during the, Christmas time yeah. and he had he had thrown it out on the <laughs> he was moving he's out, out of there. Uh but uh, how's that going FSU who, who said that, you know, it was fine that he was leaving and whatever he, it was, he didn't really do much. Um, we can save it for another podcast where I can refute this stupid, um, narrative that he like left the cupboard bare. Like that's all BS. Yeah. But also, people shout out, shout out to You can go and drink everything in a bar for $8. Still. I, I mean, I haven't been in 10 plus years. So. <laughs> then we should, we got to go back. 
I do I not. To, I no. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. Why would you want to go to a college bar in Florida? Uh, and why would you have your? Oh, y'all just hit a double. Braves double. No, we're on the comeback trail. Braves double. Uh, be eight, two out. Have you ever Braves met anybody double. from FSU? Yeah. Not I'm not a people. fan. We had a pipeline from my high school down to FSU. Do you like any of them? Are any of them like decent human beings? Sure. <laughs> Man, I used to rock. I used to rock an FSU thing. My one of my favorite all time quarterbacks, Charlie Ward, FSU. Hell yeah! I can't. I, I went to Charlie high Ward. school, played uh, DB at FSU, and kick returner, and then played for the Steelers. Um. Uh, Ron Simmons, who played at my high school before he became Farouk, went to Florida State. Oh yeah, our old like our old high school football coach. His son played uh, quarterback at FSU. Danny Cannell. No, I like how we've said Danny Cannell like four times on this. Hey, uh, if you got if cover three, if you guys want to have us on your podcast, please go ahead. Um, so I I think I've I think. Basically, what we've both boiled it down to is Georgia's going to win a national championship because they just are. And A&M's going to win a national well, championship because we just are. Well, what are you, where are your hiccup games? Like, Georgia's got Clemson, and we can... Bama, we can, Ole Miss, we can LSU. Lose that game. That's Bama, Ole Miss, LSU. Yep. Bama, Ole Miss, order. LSU. And Bama's not a hiccup game. I mean, we're not going to... We're going to be 10-point underdogs at home. I Luckily, bet. you scheduled Prairie View A and M between Ole Miss and Oxford. We have and we have um, Kent State and then New Mexico State. Dude, the there, Lobos, there's right? going to be so much COVID in Baton Rouge. So oh man, much. it's just going to be swirling around. But the voodoo is going to take care of it. Remember in the Florida game when the voodoo started? Dude, I, I tweeted this out during the Florida game. Remember when that fog started rolling in? And the voodoo magic started happening down there in Florida. And the just fog started rolling in. You couldn't really see anything anymore. And then shit started going off the rails, man. People started taking off their shoes and throwing them. And the voodoo magic was stirred up. Y'all need that for your program. Need a little voodoo magic. No, you, yeah. That, I mean, you're talking, you're referring to the game that like LSU got jobbed in the 20 overtime game. No, I'm referring to the Florida LSU game last year with the shoe throw. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was thinking the Texas A&M LSU game. Dude, go, okay, go back and watch the highlights of that game. Uh, the, I watched the, the, whole, the shoe throw game. Whole time. Oh, Dude. the shoe throw the shoe, the shoe throw game. I'm talking about the four overtime LSU oh, A&M game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. LSU fans don't count that game. Um they said it doesn't count because no, they, but that they, was your that was your voodoo magic. That was that was that was a culture setting game. That's where Jimbo actually we could actually see Jimbo's culture played out and Ed O's culture played out. Like Jimbo's like toughness, effort, effort discipline, and pride, and grit. And, and we just and kept luck. going and going and, and going. Luck. We didn't that have was, any luck that game. Those, those official those officials were the officials from the Miami Ohio State game. Well, no, see that's a, that's a myth. Uh, his knee was down before the clock expired. Like there's no controversy with that. His knee was down like this. That's not a controversy. And then he, and then the, um, the other thing they said where the time ran out on that first down, it was a first down. The uh, ESPN markers were wrong. 
So he got a first down. So the clock stopped and then he threw it to Courtney Davis for a touchdown. And then after that, it was, in fact, LSU probably got more breaks than we did after that. It was pretty even after that. Uh, uh, I, it's not as uh, it's not as egregious either as Gus Malzahn getting a free timeout against Alabama 2019, where he oh, like tweeted to that one. I was so furious. That was yeah, that was ridiculous. That's one where they beat him, right? That's where Bo yeah. Nix beat Alabama. Bo Nix has beaten Alabama, y'all. Remember that he can't win the starting job now, apparently, but he has beaten Alabama. Dude, you know what? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna end the podcast on that. Bo Nix has beaten. Okay, wait. Okay, yeah. We will end the so, podcast on this after your a after your um your Braves no, just um in the Ryan, Ryan Holinsky who beat Georgia and kept them out of the playoff in 2018 when they lost the SEC championship. Oh yeah, uh, to Alabama in the second half. Uh, he transferred because he couldn't win the starting job the next year, and he just transferred somewhere else, and he didn't win the starting job where he transferred either. Where is so he? Get, wait, where where is he now? Uh, Wait, we gotta we gotta look this up. Ryan, God, dude, the same <laughs> glass. Oh my God, you think I'd move it? Oh, Ryan Wolinski, here we go. He's at Northwestern and didn't. He's win at Northwestern. He didn't. He couldn't win the Northwestern job. He, he didn't win the Northwestern. is gonna be real Georgia, bad this he beat year. Georgia in Athens, and he couldn't. <laughs> He can't win the Northwest. I West remember East. him. Actually, you know what? He was actually pretty good. I was wondering why. Because th- didn't they get uh, Mike Bobo and then yeah, like, and Bobo Mike Bobo brought his own dude? Yeah, from Colorado sucked. State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was Bobo actually son, pretty good. Bobo son, is a, Bobo son is a highly rated offensive lineman who is thinking about oh. coming to Georgia. Okay, well, good luck with that. And Ron Haynes' son is also highly rated. Ron Haynes is a hobnail boot running back for Larry Munson. You know what we need to do next podcast? We need to pick a let's wait. Let's see. What are the games? The first week zero games. Uh, we need UCLA, Hawaii. Oh, man. Illinois. I'm really interested in that game. Who's week zero? Let's you know what? Let's do that. Let's that's going to be our next episode is. Oh, wait, that's that's this weekend, bro. Yeah. Nebraska, Illinois. Noise. Oh, I really want to bet Illinois. And oh man, what about what about what about um uh what's his name? Oh my God, Uh, Tate Martell and Nick (laughs) Starkle. They're gonna play each other, dude. Did you know that? Yes. So 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 Nick Starkle Nick Starkle is starting at San Jose State, and then Tate Martell is now starting at like I don't know whatever (laughs) conference that is, and they're gonna play each other this year. Isn't he playing wide receiver or something like that? No, no, he's playing quarterback. Wait, hold on. No way. Uh, no way. Yeah. Uh, Tate Martell, uh, QB. UNLV. Yeah, UNLV. And they're going to play each other this year. We got to dude. That That is going to be Just, prime time. He was, remember him like getting scared and tweeting at Justin Fields? He was like, don't make the same mistake twice. <laughs> and then he transfers out to Miami and then transfers out to UNLV. And then, dude, you know the thing with Nick Starkle, right? Like, so, so what happened with that's when someone, the someone debacle, where we had Kyler Murray, Heisman winner, on our football team, and we had starting NFL quarterback, um, 
what was his name? Um, Kyle Allen on our football team. And they both left. Kyle Allen transferred <laughs> and so they, to Arkansas? Uh, Kyle Allen transferred. I don't know where he transferred. I think he transferred. No, he transferred to uh, SMU, I, I want to say. Um, SMU or Houston. And then he couldn't win the job or something. Um, and no. obviously. What happened to uh, Kenny Trill? Kenny Trill went to TCU. I know, but was he, he was at that same time, right? No, no, no. That was before him. So this is like 2016. So they all transfer out. Tate Martell's like text, like, like he's like, um, tweeting somebody or texting with somebody about all the positions, the quarterbacks leaving. And he's like, I'm going to take over the job. It'll be easy. And, uh, someone goes, well, what about Nick Starkle? Like he's still there and he's pretty good. And Tate Martell goes, nah, man, he's ass, my dude. <laughs> so, and then he didn't, he, <laughs> And then he didn't like he like transferred and couldn't start. So now they're gonna finally play. Man, that's gonna be the game of the year right there. Dude, I feel bad because uh, he's the embodiment of a tribal tattoo. He is the embodiment of like the parents gave him a little bit too much leeway in terms of his ego. No, it's what I think about when someone's like, Yeah, I'm from Las Vegas. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So yeah, we're going to, we might preview the, um, week zero games, probably not. Um, but we'll definitely talk about them because I'm watching every single one of them. Yukon Fresno state. Let's see if Fresno state can get, get things done. I mean, what's that line? Yukon Fresno state, Yukon Fresno state, Bovada. What's that line? How tall is Tate Martell? Like he's five, seven, right? Short. Sure. Oh man. Minus 5,000 for Fresno state plus 1275 for Connecticut. I, oh man, I really want to bet. Uh, you know what? I'm doing it right now on the pod. I am, I am betting as a win total of three and a half. Maybe I am betting $3 to win $38 on Connecticut bet has been placed. Um, I'm not sure if that's legal on a podcast, but I've done it now. Let's check uh, out all these lines actually really quick. Week I zero. Just, you got to love it. Uh, Vance, I just turned it to CBS, uh, from an article for today about big 12 expert picks for 2021. And first thing you get to is a uh, most overrated team and just Texas and bold letters. Uh, I mean, are they overrated though for their conference? I don't think they are like, People want to say that they're overrated, but what are they overrated for? Like, it's not like they're gonna they're gonna lose to Oklahoma and they're gonna struggle with with uh, uh, Iowa State and TCU. Still, but I I see them winning those. They don't have a quarterback. They're like Texas A and M. They don't have a quarterback. Yeah, but no one has a quarterback, dude. Nine. We, look at the. So that's one of the stats I wanted to cite. Nine out of the top. 13 teams that are ranked this season in the AP poll have a new guy under center, nine of the top 13, but that only gets applied selectively. Like, come on guys, this is like the new era of college football. Let's like tamper. Like, yes, everyone, this is one of the years where everyone has a new yeah. person under center. Jake from Jake from and to a Tonga by true freshman in the Natty. Yes, Trevor There's Lawrence, so many true freshmen. There's, dude, there's so many, um, Nebraska, Illinois, Oh man, Nebraska's minus two seventy. Yeah, they're Illinois point, plus two twenty. Okay, and former, ten, former uh, Georgia ten dollars, ten dollars on Illinois money line to win twenty two. Placed on the podcast. All right, 
Hawaii, UCLA. Now that is a really interesting one. That's 18 and a half. What? Oh, that makes me want to bet UCLA. Oh, man. I can't touch that. That's a live bet. That's the one I, we're going to have to live bet because I can't touch that now. That's juicy, though. They know that's that's a good number. I was going to say like 16, I would have bet UCLA, but not 18. UCLA is not going to be bad, man. 17 and a half here. Bovada has 18. Yeah, 18. And I can't, I'm not going to buy points. UTEP, New Mexico State, I actually don't. <laughs> You know, I definitely game. recommend buying points in the week zero UCLA Wait, Hawaii Ute. matchup in Pasadena. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Actually, no, I have to care about it. week zero UTEP, New Mexico State. Okay. Um, let's see here. Okay. We got on Bovada, we got, oh, minus nine. You know, we're playing New Mexico State. So I want them to win. So I'm going plus nine. I'm going um, to go 15 bucks on the pod. I plus will nine. say Mexico we, State. We want UCLA to beat the rails off of Hawaii. So then we get yes. better, better odds on the LSU-UCLA game. LSU. Yes. Because right. LSU is going to destroy them. Correct. Yeah. And if, okay. they, and yeah. if they don't, that's a win for everyone. You know? Then it's then, a win for everyone in the SEC. Then you know yeah. that it's like the seat is on fire. For coaches. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's all a win win. Moonshine to put it out. Exactly. Well, and Moonshine and Voodoo and um, collegiate um, uh, undergrad students that he can have take pictures of in his bed. You know, Coach O uh, actually played um, Bobby Boucher's mom. That's right. Yeah, he was. He did yeah. star in that. It wasn't. It wasn't that. Kathy Bates. This is a little known fact. It wasn't Kathy. It, Bates. Yeah, it yeah. That's where, that's what you get. Okay, UTEP. Wait, what's, what's the other one that I have? Oh, Southern Utah and San Jose State. Can I not bet that? Oh, Bovada doesn't even have it. I'll find that one. All right. Well, that's how we're going to end the podcast. So um, come back pretty, next time for spectacular stuff. We'll talk over one another. Yes, and we will give you absolutely nothing of quality, and we will bore you to death and then talk about shit that you don't know. So tune in for the next episode. See you guys later.